dude, our feet, man. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like, we're some of the only animals, there are very few, uh, few animals that have them, and most of my primates that have feet like us. podcast in the world i'm your host wyatt and with me is my co-host david what's up everybody we're back for another episode that's right man we're back with another uh, exciting episode you know uh so we're, we're just gonna start off with three things that we're grateful for just right off the oh dude we didn't do a weekly affirmation last week i forgot what it was yeah i <laughs> totally forgot we didn't even actually even do one yeah i also forgot what mine was yeah yeah i'm like do we spell your thing yeah yeah, I don't remember what mine was either. Um, but yeah, just tell us three things you're grateful for. Um, I'm grateful for um technology, man. I don't know if it's ever been said before or if I've said it, but um, I'm really grateful for the fact uh, there's how far everything has gotten. It's how easy it's made our lives. I feel like a lot of people overlook that. You know, like I, <clears throat> we hear stories of mom and dad getting stuck on the highway. Yeah. You know, for six hours, and the nearest exit's five miles away, so they can't even walk. Yeah. Or if they were to walk, like, they would have to walk with four kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, us, that doesn't happen in our society anymore, because we all have phones. And if somebody's pulled over at, at a, some point, someone's going to stop and help. Yeah. You know? So I'm really grateful for technology and the way that it's helped us uh, just deal with certain problems. Yeah, well, I think we were talking about that, I think, in the, the last episode or two episodes ago, when we were talking about, like, how long it takes technology to take over the world. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, it's truly a, a remarkable what technology has done. It's, there's a lot of bad that comes along with it. You right. Know? But I think, I don't like to look at it as bad, I like to look at it as, like, growing pains. Because, truthfully, uh, we're going to learn how to use social media and stuff like that. Uh in the in the in the useful manner, like we're gonna as we learn and as we go forward, we're gonna start putting more restrictions and you know be uh, and regulate it better in our everyday lives. You know, soon enough there'll be classes taught in schools and stuff like that about social media management and how to you know try you know curate your feed so that it's positive and not negative and you know things like that. You think you know? so? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. hmm. I, I, I don't really necessarily see that, but I definitely could see it with certain specific class Like, I mean, well, already, because they already have, like, computer tech and all those kind of classes, right? Yeah. But, like, overall, I mean, I could see, like, a, like a, a technology-based kind of history class. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like, like, how technology has developed over time and then helped all of America. Yeah. You know, or even just all of the world, you know, like, type of thing. But yeah. I don't know if I can necessarily see the social media one. Well, I just think it's crucial. I think that because of how much it, like, I mean, you know, our society or our our generation is an example of just like the effect that social media can have on 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 a person's mental state. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think it'll because it's already getting to a point of a crisis, right? So I think it'll eventually just get to a point where it'll start to be uh, normal to talk about how to go and operate on social media. Okay. That's that. I mean, that's what I think. Okay, you know I can see it. I mean, it's not it's not impossible for sure. Yeah, but all right. Another thing I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um. Mm, dude, our feet, man. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. 
Like, we're some of the only animal. There are very few uh, few animals that have them, and most of them are primates that have feet like us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And our feet are one of our main, our main, obviously, everything. You know, we use them to balance. We use them to walk. We There's so much feeling and everything that goes along with them, like, within our uh, entire bodies that, uh, I don't know, it's weird. It's, like, one of those things that, you know, uh, well, I wouldn't say people... Well, some people take for granted, yes, because a lot of people lose their feet, and it's ultimately, you know, or lose a leg, and then it almost ultimately changes their lives forever. Yeah. You know? So, but, like, it, it's it's a weird one, but, yeah, no, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for our feet, like, the way, like, the way they they work for us. Yeah, 100%. With that being said, prosthetics are getting crazy, though. Yes. For, like, it's getting to the point where now it's, like, it doesn't even matter if you lose an arm. Because, like, the prosthetics are getting that good. Yeah, but they're also super, super expensive. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's... But they'll get cheaper and cheaper as time goes on. Right. You know? So... I wonder how that works. Like, because a, a lot of... What a lot of people say is uh, they have ghost pains. You know what I mean? Oh, phantom pains? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, the... I heard a story uh, just, like, online of this dude who had the worst pain after he got his leg cut off and his toes. But he didn't have any more toes. Yeah. But it's the fact of you think they're still there, yeah. but they're not there, and it just hurts. Yeah. You know? So it's like, how did do prosthetics help with the pain? I don't think so. But I get the, uh, not ghost pains, but like phantom, like, I feel like my teeth are still there sometimes. Okay. And I can feel them in my face. Right. Right? But then, like, I'll go and, like, so I'll be feeling it. But then uh, it happens a lot, like, when I'm eating. And then okay. I'll go to chew on that side. And then I have, I'm missing all my teeth on my bottom right side, right? So, uh, there's, I can't chew anything on that side. So I'll go to, like, chew and then nothing will happen. And then I'll, like, realize I don't have teeth there again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily for me, with my teeth, it was, like, it was one on both sides. So I got the retainer. You, you've yeah. seen, you know. So, luckily, like, my teeth are still there. Right. You know, it's yeah. just fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. know. But uh, I'm going to have this retainer the rest of my life. That's what sucks. Yeah. You know, because, like, I had two molars pulled, and that means those those are two very important uh, teeth for yeah. the shape of your mouth. Yeah. And uh, I've never had... We've all been very blessed. We all have straight teeth. We all have yeah. good teeth, you know. Uh-huh. Like, like uh, overall, we none of us have ever had braces. Right. I was the first person to get something with my teeth, because, and then it was getting them pulled. Right. You know, because I didn't take care of them when I was a kid. Right. So, but I'm going to have this retainer with two fake teeth on him for the rest of my life. And I have to clean it every day. I have to, you know, do, uh, you know, t- take it out for very specific foods. If I eat something super, super crunchy, like if I even, if I eat Jolly Ranchers or a sucker, yeah, I shouldn't eat that with that in because it can snap one of the teeth off, gotcha. you know, type of thing. But yeah, no, it's, it's, that's crazy. Oh it, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I have to get something like that for my teeth too, but I have to... I still have some more cavities I got to get pulled. So I got to get all of it taken care of first, and then we can do something. Right, get some... But you would have to get, like, permanent fake teeth. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know, my, need, like, all bases. Right, and at that point, it would just be the same as having regular teeth. You know, you brush yeah, them every true. day or whatever. And with, my, it, with mine's a little different, uh, just because it's all just a retainer base. So, like, I don't... I can't rest the tongue on the bottom of my mouth. Because gotcha. there's a retainer sitting there. I set it on top of the retainer, or my, my tongue just naturally rests on the top of my mouth. Right. You know, and... Gotcha. but. Uh, but yeah, and it also fucks with my gums because yeah. uh, all along here on the bottom of my teeth, uh, it's pointed to where like to sit inside of like the gums right there, so it sits firm in my mouth. Gotcha. 
So if I ever get a swollen gum or anything yeah. or anything like that, it pokes into it. I bleed, yeah. you know, it fucks up all, all like it could fuck with my teeth. Like already I see it like towards the bottom are getting very thin. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, you know, how much is this really fucking with my teeth more than benefiting? Right. But I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see. Long term, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What's the third thing? All right. Um, I'm grateful for, you know, um, just, uh, mm, I don't, uh, I would say, like, the that style of EDM music I listen to, you know, um, just, like, it's called Rhythm. Uh, it's a heavy bass music style EDM music, like Dubstep. A lot of people would know the name of it. Um, you know, Skrillex was one of the OGs. He started with that kind of uh, different sounding electronic music. But uh, overall, like, the... The, the people that we listened to, you know, we just went uh, to a concert on Friday before we, uh, before we came here. But uh, it was in Milwaukee. We drove two hours. It was for Midnight Tyrannosaurus and uh, some other people. And it's just, it, it's, it's different and it's so good, especially live. Like, it's, it, you know, it's only so good in your car or so good right. on your phone or in headphones or whatever. Right. But it's an entirely different experience live. Yeah. You know, that music where it's just like, it's a uh you know how like metalheads they like they headbang or whatever and they get yeah. it and it's just that thump 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 it is hard is right. it's the same kind of thing except ex- extremely just bass heavy it's all yeah. just subwoofers and and to me I'm just really grateful for it because it's a certain way for me to let uh I don't know it's weird like a certain type of energy out you know yeah. like you know uh, there's anger and there's sadness and happiness you can get all those out by crying or fighting or whatever. Right. But at a concert, when you're just listening to that music and you're like you're in that zone with the music, yeah. and you're just able to let all that energy out and stuff, and like you are really tired after, yeah. and it's a it's a good feeling, right? You know, it, it's different. Yeah. But yeah, no, those are the things that I'm grateful for. 100%. But what about you? Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that I'm grateful for, and this keeps coming up, but I'm just gonna keep saying it, is uh, family. You know, yesterday we got to go to the Brookfield Zoo. Right, that was awesome. Yeah, dude, I I had such a great fucking time, dude. I like seriously like trading all these memories with you guys. It, it means the world to me, especially right. with uh, with my daughter being there and watching her. You guys interact with her and seeing how she interacts with you guys and she's getting more comfortable with you guys. Right, dude, it just it means the world to me, man. You oh know, yeah. Uh, you know, either you or Bubba made the joke yesterday about like, uh, you know. The all for the price of like two hundred fifty dollars or whatever it was, right. right? You know, to me, that dude, that's all that it took was two hundred fifty dollars to make all that happen. Right. You know, man, all those memories, all those moments. You know, dude, I'll I'll do it a million times over again. You know, it's not about money in situations like that. Right. You know, so it, I'm just extremely grateful. Um, just for all you guys, you know. Right. It means a lot to me, man. Me too. Me too. And then uh, another thing I'm grateful for is just the ability to express myself, to be able to come here to you guys and just be able to vent, and you guys actually want to listen. <laughs> right. You know, it, it feels uh, tremendous for me. And, uh, you know, as, as I'm going through life and as I'm learning who I am, I'm figuring out I'm, I'm actually a pretty creative person. And uh, just this ability to express myself, it goes a long way, I'm finding out. Right. You know? And so, uh, and I get to do this in multiple avenues of my life too, which is really cool. Like with welding, you know, right. I get to express myself through that. And now I get this to, uh, do, do that as well. 
and that means a lot to me too, you know. And then uh, the third thing I'm grateful for is uh is chalk. Okay. Yeah, I know it sounds a little weird, but dude, chalk keeps my daughter occupied for so long. Like I don't get it, but <laughs> uh, she's apparently like very art, like artistic, art artistic, right? She loves she loves to color and to draw and all this stuff, and she she'll color for hours on end. You know, I'm 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 not that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just funny to me that she's this, not even two yet, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and so uh, just that that thing that costs ninety nine cents for a pack of them just keeps her entertained for so long. That I'm, I'm grateful for that. Hell yeah. You know, and I'm grateful for her that she has that. You know what I'm saying? She found something she likes like that. Right. You know, especially at that young of an age too. Yeah. You know, you can see that they really enjoy it. It'll be something that they enjoy for the rest of their life, especially if they're doing it that much. Yeah. When they're a child. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. But now she has a coloring like obsession. Yeah. Like if you. <laughs> we, Every everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. So, but we bought um the erasable ones that you can draw on shit, mm-hmm. and then you, it'll you can just wipe it off. It's no problem. Like water based. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, if you walk around our house, there's coloring all over our walls. Right. For my daughter. <laughs> so, but like I said, that'll just wash. It'll wipe off. So, but yeah, she fucking loves it. Oh yeah. That's funny. But then, oh yeah, dude, I got some good questions. Hmm. From uh, my some some stuff that'll make you think. Okay. You know, so if you woke up and everyone was gone, what well, what would your days look like? Like, what do you think you would do? If you're talking about literally everybody, there's yeah. not a single person I in the world. Just gone. It's just you. I think I'm going to take a castaway kind of route. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's going to be, I'm going to get a basketball. His name's going to be Wilson. Yeah. No, Gregorney. Yeah. Gregorney. And, uh, but the, the, it's not Gregory. It's right. Gregorney. Right. There, there's an NY. You yeah, know, that yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. big one right there. And, you know, that's the name, Gregorney. That's, that's a defining factor. Yeah. And then yeah. that's going to be my homie. And then we're, wait. So when you say all humans, though, does that mean like all the animals are still there and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to the jungle. I'm a Tarzan. This shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tarzan's the gorilla. Yeah. So right. like, there's like no Native American tribe. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. No nothing. other humans. Yep. Okay. That's okay. That's 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 weird because I mean, realistically, those days don't aren't anything. Like you can't really do much except for make shelter and find food. Right. You know, or find food and water. Yeah. You know, so realistically, you know, you could be, oh, I'll do this. I would start rebuilding and all that. But realistically, you would be trying to find habitable shelter with just any type of food all day, every day. Yeah, dude, your first few years would be just trying to maintain shelter and food. Right. You know. And then until you can get an established like, garden going without exactly. any animals ravaging it or anything like that or get a, a farm going like with, with food and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, all your life is going to be is just find food. Eat food, go to bed. Yeah, and and then that's how, that's how a lot of people lived, and a lot of people don't really think about that. Yeah, like up until we created a society where you have to go to work every day, right. you know, to pay bills and all that shit. Life was find food, eat food, sleep. Yep, and do it all again. Yep, and yeah. make and for everybody. Right, you know, and it was it like, and yes, there there were jobs, you know, like uh, the men would go out and hunt, you right. know, and stuff like that. But overall, at the end of the it's day, still just finding food. Yeah, hunter and ga- hunter gather. Yeah. You know, it, it that's all it was. And honestly, if I was to go back to a time, that would be the time that I'd go back to. Like they asked me that at work. 
Yeah. You know, if you could go back to a movie, what movie would it be? I said Moana. You yeah. know, it sounds stupid. Like, overall, it's children's movie, whatever. But realistically, all their life is is just live on an island and make sure everyone eats for the day. Yeah. Well, dude, they say that uh, boredom was invented. Yeah. Yeah, because of that. Like, back then, uh, yeah, this is, all right, so back then, uh, they, um, sorry, that distracted me. Yeah, me too. Uh, back, back then, uh, they didn't have time to be bored, because all that they had to, they only had right now to focus on. They needed food, they needed water, they needed shelter. They absolutely, that was their main priority every single day. Right. So there wasn't time for boredom, or there wasn't time to, to oh, I don't want to. Right, so boredom was a thing that's been invented by today's society. Right, that's what they said. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but um, but speaking of invented by today's society, um, what, uh, water is not what, uh, well, so alright, so uh, we, we've talked about this. I, yeah. I broke this down. It was real, real simple. Yeah, no. So for me, uh, this is I feel like I have a real simple explanation for it too okay. that makes it so water isn't what. Okay. Yeah, so the thing is, is what is a description that we uh, that we created for water okay. when water touches our skin? Right. That is what what is. Or if it touches something else, it makes it wet. Okay. The water itself is not wet. That's okay. just a description that we made for it because what was water before we existed? Okay. Just water. Yeah. There was no, it wasn't, this water is wet. It's like, oh, I got some water on me. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's not, that's not... If water isn't wet, it's the description of the water on something. That's what. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that it, you can look at it like that. Or if you think about it like this, right? So uh, in that context, yes, you are correct. But the oxygen molecules in it itself are dry. The hydrogen molecules in itself are dry. Right. So without them, they are dry. They come together to form water, which is wet. Water uh, itself is wet. No, I, I, I see. I don't know. I don't know because, like, the, to me, that that just it, like, wet is only a description that we made to describe water on something. You know, like water overall is just water. That's what it is. You know, like wet is uh, is only a description word for water. Yeah, but it's all it's ultimately just a downer perspective. Yeah, right. Because, like I said, if you look at it like that, then. Water in itself is wet, right? But it, water is only wet to us because we're mammals and we are dry all the time, right? Right. And so, to like a fish, water isn't wet because they're always wet. You know what I'm saying? They're just in water, right? You so know? it's just all about perspective, right? You know. But yeah, so I don't know. That's a weird. That's that's like the blue and the gold dress kind of situation. Yeah. You know, or team doors and team wheels. Team. Do- oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, have we ever talked about that on here? No. I feel like that that's a good one to bring up. That's yeah. uh, are there more doors or are there more wheels? Yeah. In the in in uh, in life. Yeah. What did I say at first? I said there was more wheels, right? Uh, I don't remember what you said. I've always been on wheels. Uh, I've been on the wheels and wheels only kind of train because oh, like no, I said there was more doors than there was wheels. Why? Right? Why? And then uh, well. Uh, all right, so my, my thought process was like, okay, well, we yes, the wheel was invented before doors were, but there was more consecutive doors throughout history than there was wheels, meaning that there was always houses, 
Yeah. Right. And those houses always had doors and multiple doors in them. Right. So I was like, so if you use that and then multiply that all across, you know, the, you know, uh, civilization. Right. Right. Then there would be more doors and wheels. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, like, my girlfriend brought up the aspect of like, well, you could just got to think of like everything that is like in a circular shape that functions as a wheel. So like a cog, a bearing, uh, everything, you know, along those lines too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, if that's the case, then yeah, no, it's definitely real. Yeah. Yeah. So I also look at it as look at a regular factory warehouse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have all those just stock, just stock warehouse, uh, like stock shelves. Yeah. All of those shelves have a, uh, each roll has at least 40 wheels for the pallets for it to go on. Mm -hmm. Because it sits on the pallet and rolls back and there's no doors on that. It's just an open stocking shelf. So I look at those, right? But then I also look at the conveyors they give us. Yeah. We unload semi trucks like uh fl- uh well we floor load uh used to floor load uh unload semi trucks off the ground. Yeah. And they would give us four conveyors per semi truck. Okay. So you know. Bring the conveyors into the right. Trucks. And yeah. there are like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, at least fourteen uh wheels on the bottom alone that right. you can just wheel it in. And then on the entire top, it isn't a, like an electric conveyor. It's right. all just wheels. Right. On the, and you just slide the box down the conveyor. Yeah. So you got to think there are four wheels on each uh, bar. And there's like 400 bars on each conveyor. Yeah. You know? And then right there, you're already at like 4,000 wheels on just this one semi-truck conveyor. Yeah. You know? So like, and compared to the two doors on the semi-truck, yeah, the doors on the loading docks, all that shit. Yeah. Right. You know, you're at maybe 300 doors compared to 4,000 wheels already. Right. And that's just four conveyors. Yeah. You know? So, like, overall, that's just, it, it's a lot more wheels. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of wheels in the world. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I never answered the question. So, but the answer to my question is what we just said. It's just figuring out a way to maintain food and shelter. Right. You know, it's like, uh, obviously, you get a map figure out where you're going to go because mm-hmm. you're not going to stay in your house because that's not resourcefully optimal. Right. Right. So you're going to find a factory of some sort. You're going to find probably you're going to want to be in the middle of a city most likely because you're going to want to be relatively close to the generators and the power grid. So this way you can try your best to maintain all that. Right. You know, but then you're also going to want to be away from it in case something goes wrong and it explodes. Right. And then so, uh, yeah, it's, it, the first couple of years to just do that. Hey, so have you for real thought about like what you would do in a zombie apocalypse? Like for real, like what would be your go-to? Like, would you like build walls out of steel? Would you build walls out of metal? Like what it, like what is your go-to plan for the zombie apocalypse? I don't know. I used to have a plan, but now I don't. Now I don't know what I would do. I think now I'll just get in the car and go do that. Yeah. And then just plan some shit out. Cause I think the best idea would have some, would be like a mobile a mobile base of some sort, right? Because like with my skills and the things I know how to do, and then um, because of all the jobs we work, we know where a lot of resources are, right? Right. So it's like we could make something work out of like at the back of a semi, right? You know, build some type of perch, perch that have like the whole setup in the back with exactly. a Gatling gun on the back exactly. of the semi truck, exactly. You know, we could do something like that, but that that's only temporary, right? You can't. You're There's gonna only so much gas. Well, yeah, that's not an issue, right? Because you think that the, how little people are going to be using it and how much there is. Well, yes, but also it's going to be as soon as those cars are deserted, people are going to be out siphoning because they know they knew they got to have it. Dude, there's billions and billions of tons of gas in this 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of people... You're going to have to get to a point where you're going to have to start traveling for it, for right. sure. But that is not going to be... Not for a while. 20, 40, 50 years down the road, yeah. You know, but by then... It should be starting to get, hopefully, a little better by then. Yeah, well, hopefully by then you would have... So this is what I'm saying. is like the mobile base would only be temporary. You would eventually want to settle down and start building something sustainable, mm-hmm. right? And then from there is where the issues would start to come in, where like talk about gas. But like I said, hopefully by then you would have, you know, uh, renewable energy resources. You right. Would be using a lot of windmill windmills and uh, solar panels and shit like that. Right. You know. So, but no, I don't got a legit plan. See, for me, I've always thought like. I looked at our la- one of our last jobs, the candy factory, like uh, the real one we worked in, yeah. and uh, I looked at like that place. I was like, you know how easy that place would be to turn into a bunker? Yes, it's big, but do you know the amount of sh- uh, like sugar sacks and shit like that that you could use? Yeah. Get a forklift and start lining them up on the outside, yeah. you know? Because if they sit in the sun, they get hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they'll harden, and then it'll take so fucking long for them to soften by the time that it starts getting soft again, by, and through the nighttime, it'll just start getting hard again because the sun's coming out. Yeah. You know, and no, I'm sorry, but zombies aren't gonna be able to get fucking through that. Yeah. Like those bags yeah. are so hard to tear, and then overall, those that sugar is so hard. You know, like overall, it, it would create a wall, and that's not the only thing you have to use. You know, use that as like the front barrier, and then yeah. build a metal wall behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even when they burst those bags of sugar, you're they're gonna have four thousand pounds of sugar spilling onto them and suffocate them. Yeah. You know, or get get them stuck right there in front of the wall. Yeah. Well, dude, and on top of that, like, the logistics of being able to fortify a place like that isn't as hard as what everybody makes it seem. As and it's long, already fenced in. Uh, as long as uh, you have people. Like, if we manage to, because uh, uh, it would take time before we get out to a place like that. Right. Right. So, uh, if we could amass a group of, say, like, you know, 15 to 18 people. You can fortify that place in two, three days. Right. You know, obviously they're going to be long fucking days, mm-hmm. you know. You're not going to go to sleep, you, you know. know yeah. But you can do that, you know. And by do, and I, what I mean by that is going to other places, getting the sandbags, getting all these extra things, you know what I'm saying, to right. fortify. And you're setting up teams to have people in place clearing the entrance and then clearing the area once you get there to let the workers be able to move everything back and forth efficiently. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not going to be easy days. Right, but you definitely could do it, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't like to think about that stuff too much because I'm I, I think very literally, mm-hmm. you know. And then so that so it's like if I sit down and I think about that, like I'm writing stuff down, I'm planning it out properly. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't like to dwell there too much. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I consider every day, but I think of it because it's not necessarily impossible. Yeah, yeah. You know what I sure. mean? Like, overall, there could be a virus one day that attacks your body and you can't control yourself anymore. Yeah. And yeah. it makes you, like, bath salts. Yeah. You know, that you, like, you know, it's not a virus or nothing like that, but it makes it so you can't control yourself and you just go crazy. You, you know, you turn into primal. Yeah. So, primal mode. Yeah, but also the biggest question is, uh, like, what type of zombies are they? Yeah, well, and that's what I, that's one thing I was going to bring up was, like, um, for me, I'd want a walking dead zombie. Yeah, you know, realistically yeah. though, like if you get twenty eight days later zombies, right. or if you get World War Z zombies, oh, you're dude. fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's nothing you can realistically. What's the movie with Will Smith? I am Legend. I am like, Le- those vampire zombie things, bro. Like you're fucked. Well, yes and no. I feel like uh, if you are, if you have training 
that would be a lot easier to survive. Yeah. You know? And because they don't go out during the day, so you get a lot of movement. Right. You, you get know? a lot of time. Right. But, I mean, overall, I feel like, I mean, well, everyone wants Walking Dead zombies. Yeah, but I feel like if it were to or happen... Shaun of the Dead zombies would be even better. Right. But yeah. honestly, no, because remember, they can learn in Shaun of the Dead. Remember? That was their thing, is they're getting smarter. But, like, they were crawling and opening doors, crawling through doggy doors to get in fucking... That's Dawn of the Dead. I don't... Uh, I don't know. And Shaun of the Dead, yeah, that's the one where they go to, like, the pub. Yeah, I know, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. No, they don't ever get any smarter. Yeah? Yeah. No, uh, you talking about Dawn of the Dead? That's is, the, is that what when I'm... they start picking up the propane tanks and busting down doors and using guns and shit. That's right. Dawn of the Dead. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's okay. the one where they can fucking like sprint fast as hell. Yeah, that's yeah. another one you wouldn't want to be in. No, absolutely not. Those ones, dude, that shit's terrifying. It is. Like, in the opening scene, like, when the girl's driving the car and the guy, like, comes around the corner and she's, like, slowly rolling and the dude just starts, like, picking up speed, picking up speed, and then she guns it and then he's keeping up with the car right and his face is all just bloody like and it was that that was like wow <laughs> the only thing i could think of is like kevin hart's uh uh bit about the ostrich when he's driving the car yeah, and yeah, the yeah. ostrich is running next to the car yeah. but looking at him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you know yeah fuck those zombies i don't want that no no that, that'd be that'd be fucking terrible then the dude makes some cool ass shit in that movie, like the bus where they put the giant spikes on it and blah blah blah. Right. No. See, they're didn't their dumbasses send like a dog out or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, and like it ended up getting killed, and then the one girl ran after it. Yep. And then like they ended up getting in because of it. Yep. Yeah. No, that 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 to me is stupid. Yep. Because they were trying to help one survivor on another building. Yeah. The that that to me is. Yeah, the game that they were playing was funny as hell too. I don't remember. They would just hold up the whiteboards of like a, like a celebrity, mm-hmm. and then there was like a person that kind of looked like that celebrity in the crowd of zombies, <laughs> and then they would have to snipe that person. Yeah. Like, sniper and kill him, and that's the game that they were playing back and forth. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't remember that. I yeah. Don't that. yeah. I like that movie. It's a very good movie. Hell yeah. But uh, I, I got another one. Would you rather lose all your memories, but you can uh, but you can make new ones, or you can never make a new memory ever again? But keep all your old ones. So, boom, right here. Like, Will Smith, lost your memory. Right. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Uh, as much as I'd want to, um, realistically, because if you're forgetting all your memories, you would forget everybody. Yeah. You know, and I, I couldn't do that. You know, I have too many people sacred in my life. I have too many memories that I still think about every day, you know, that make me happy. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, uh, I definitely, I could definitely just stay in this spot for the rest of my life. I don't think I could forget everything that's happened in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you would do things every day. You just won't remember them, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that necessarily isn't terrible because I mean, you're still doing the things and ev- there will be pictures and shit like yeah. that. You know, other people will remember it to help explain it to you. Right. So there's other ways around it, yep. you know, but forgetting everything else and forgetting all those people, I feel like is ultimately the worst because you're going to be, who are these people? You know, what's like, uh, it'd be, it'd be bad. It's, it, that, I don't think that'd be a good one. Yeah. Like, uh, like forgetting all your old memories. Yeah. Well, dude, this is like, the reason why I, I really like this question is because this is like a, a version of the reality that I live is I have such a hard time with my memories and remembering things. Right. And so it's like, this is why pictures and shit are so important to me. And I'm always asking for to take pictures because I, my memory is so bad. Right. And it's not that I can't remember things. It's just 
when too is when time too much time goes by. You and forget. My long my long term memory is terrible. So after a week or two, I forget, and then I won't remember until someone brings it up again. Right. And then it's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, that did happen. But I can't on myself uh, uh, reflect on those memories or pull them on myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So I picked to to stay the way uh the way that I am. I'd rather lose my memories and be able to continue to make new ones. Only, but that's only because of technology. Right. Because I can go forward and still make it. Because if you can't make memories, you're never gonna be mindful and present in the moment. Because it won't matter. You get what I'm saying? I feel like it would just destroy you mentally too much. Right. So when you'd be, you know, at the music park, you'd be like, "Oh, I'd rather be home fucking playing my video game." You know, doing something that's immediately stimulating. To appease yourself, right? You know what I'm saying. Instead of being present in the moment, trying to live, you know, for for what it is. So, that that's how I go about it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but again, it's only because technology. Right. You know, that's that's a hard question though, because I mean, realistically, I mean, you don't want to lose either, but you know, like that kind of well, that happens to people. You know, I mean, dementia is a real thing. Yeah. You know, Alzheimer's. You know. Like, that shit is terrifying, yeah. you know? And, you know, for us, it's a what if, but some people live that every day. Right. That's, that's scary. Yeah. But, dude, and this is why, like, the people around me are so important to me. My, my circle is very small, but we're, it's very tight. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's because of, uh, one of the main reasons is because, and I know this is selfish, is the memory thing. It's like, I know I have memories with these people that I don't want to lose. Right. And we don't have pictures, and we don't have videos. And I'm not capable of holding on to those memories, but they are. Mm-hmm. And I know if I lose them, then I lose those memories too. Right. And it's like the only time I can recall them and, you know, reflect on them is when they tell me about it. You know, and like, oh, why, remember that night we did this? And it's like, uh, I kind of tell me, tell me about it again. Tell me the story. You right. Know? Uh, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that's, that's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, somewhere about the midway point of the episode, we like to cover a mental illness and shine a light on something that we may or may not know about. You know, and this week's is interesting. There's a, I was talking about this, and I, I wa- and I wanted to cover it. Pathological liars. People who cannot help themselves but to lie. Right? So, Google has this defined as uh, the compulsive urge to lie about matters big and small, regardless of the situation. Right? So out of all the definitions, I think that that's a fairly good uh, description, but I don't know too much about the, the scientific and medical side of this. I only know what we all probably know about pathological liars, you know? So uh, as usual, I did a deeper dive, and I ended up on WebMD, and this is what they have to say about uh, what to know about pathological liars, Okay. So they say, people sometimes call someone who lies a lot a pathological liar. Frequent dishonesty isn't a good habit, but it, but it doesn't fit the official definition of pathological lying. To be labeled as a pathological liar, a person must lie frequently and for no good reason. Pathological liars harm themselves with their behaviors, but they keep doing it despite the consequences. I think that that's kind of interesting. Because... Yeah, I mean, they, they're doing it even though they're aware of the fact that they're lying and they know it's going to harm them, but they keep doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
the next uh, paragraph is, what is pathological lying? So this is what they have to say. Psycho uh, psychiatrists have recognized pathological lying as a type of behavior for hundreds of years. It's also called... Do you know Latin? The what? <laughs> the... I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. But no, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I mean, my, you guys know my reading is already terrible. So, uh, Pesugia Lagia Fantastica. Or, or Mythomania. Mythomania. And then it says, it isn't listed as an official diagnosis in the psych psychiatric <laughs> guidebook called the DSMV, but is a real troubling condition. Lying is a common behavior in humans. When someone tells a lie, there is often a clear reason to do so. Lying is a tool that people use to achieve a goal. But with patho pathological liars often lie without reason. Their lies are extensive and elaborate. The urge to lie is compulsive. They often can't control their impulse to make up stories, even when this causes them harm. They may lose jobs, ruin their relationships because of their lying. So this is some pretty intense shit, bro. So they, they go on to say, it isn't clear whether pathological liars understand that what they're saying isn't true. Some people will fully be, believe in the things that they say, even when they are clearly false. Other pathological liars will admit that they've been lying only when their lies are proved false. Pathological lying usually starts uh, when a person is in their teens, and then they continue to do so, uh, they, they continue that pattern for years. Alright, so then uh, so then, then they got some symptoms of pathological liars. So the experts say that there's four main traits. Uh, one, the first one being uh, excessive lying. Pathological liars lie more than more, most people. They make up stories that sound real enough to other people to believe them. Then they have to add more lies to back up their original lies. The lies then can also uh, be outlandish and easily disproved. This might falsely claim to have received an award. Uh, they may claim to have received a reward or the death of a family member that is still living. So, an extreme shit. So, I've had, the, uh, the reason why this came up is because I had a friend who is a pathological liar. And I never knew it. I always took his words for what they were, you know, until one day. And this all happened over a video game, believe it or not. <laughs> so, like I said, I would take his word for what it was. Right. right. And then a brand new game comes out, Borderlands 2. And this person comes and stays. Uh, he, he, at this point, he was actually like almost like living with us. He was right. at our house all the time. Okay. Right? And so Borderlands 2 comes out. He comes over. We're playing split screen. Right? We stay up way too late because we have school. Because it comes like video games come out on Tuesdays right. a lot of times. Now that's kind of changing. But uh, so I go to bed. Right? And we're like level 11 when, when we go to bed. He said he's going to stay up and continue playing. I say, go for it, right? We wake up in the morning, and he's like, oh, dude, I got to, like, level 18, and I got all these cool guns and all this armor and all that shit. I'm excited, right? right? I'm like, I want to see, you know, <laughs> show me what's in the game. Like, I can't wait to get to this point, too, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it, right. right? So I load up the game, and we load up our characters, and we're both level 11, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, dude, what happened? You know, and he's like, oh, the game must not have saved. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, like, 
Sure, you know, because yeah. the games run like that, right? right. You know, if you don't, if you don't manually save, it back, doesn't save your yeah, prime. Yeah, back when those games were made, yeah. Right, you know. So I just took it word verbatim. So so we go to school and we go throughout our day. We come home, and we start playing again. Right, we're both level eleven. Right. And as we're playing, I see this little symbol pop up in the corner of the screen, mm-hmm. the auto saving symbol. Huh. Right. Oh shit. And once I saw that, I realized it doesn't matter how long he played or how much. He did or didn't do the game fucking auto saves and would have saved his character whether, either way yeah. no matter what so he never fucking played the game after we went to bed right you know what i'm saying but like he just made up this extensive ass story about all this cool armor and all this shit and i don't know where he got this information because the information he was saying was true Probably so some YouTube my videos. assumption is, is yeah he just watched some youtube videos after we went to bed and right. then just use that as his story, I assume. Right. You know, but this guy, he would do this shit all the time about ridiculous stuff. A lot of times it would be like regarding girls because at this time we were just like starting to date and be on, you know, sexual and stuff like that. So that kind of makes sense because this guy was not dating anybody. He wasn't seeking anybody, but we all were. So I, I can see how he would want to make stories up like that because to try and fit in and be cool. Right. You know, so I, I can see that. But there's just other times where he would just make up stories just about ridiculous stuff. Another time it happened, uh, it was the same kind of thing. It was with Skyrim, right? And this was before I knew he was a pathological liar. But this is like I, after that happened, it made me recall all these situations with him. Right. You know, where I was like, he told stories that were just like too good to be true. Right. You know? And he's like, you know, the game's been out for like two days. And he's like, yeah, dude, I already got like a thousand hours in the <laughs> game. And like, and I, I believed him. You know? That's not possible. Well, yeah, so I, I I, didn't doubt his word, so I didn't think about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, dude, like, have you not slept? He's like, no, dude, I haven't been to sleep in two days, you know, and all this shit. And, and uh, I know he's the type of person to do that. Right. You know? So uh, I was like, dude, like, like, fucking let me come over. I want to see your guy. I want to see the armor, you know, because the game's just coming out and we don't know much about it. Right. You know? And I go over to his house and me and him are exactly the same level. And he has, like, 30 minutes more playtime than I do, <laughs> you know? Right. And I'm like, dude, what happened? And he, and he used the same excuse. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I must not have saved. And then I was, and I just, like I said, I took it for, for you know, verbatim. Mm-hmm. And, but me, I'm like, dude, if you're playing that many hours, you're definitely saving the fucking game. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Especially on those old consoles. You yeah. and, and at any point, they could crash or just yeah. freeze or red yeah, ring of death. that was back on 360. Right, yeah. right. And those, yeah. those were made like shit. Yeah, and so, yeah, this guy, he would just go with us and just lie about ridiculous stuff. Right. Ridiculous stuff. So that's what brought all this up. So, uh, so let's keep going. So there's, there's three more. So uh, the, the second symptom is lying without good reason. You, you want to read it? Yeah. Lying without good reason. The lies that psycho or pathological liars tell differ from lies. The lies that pathological liars tell differ from lies most people tell because there isn't a reason for them. Most people will tell small lies to avoid unpleasant consequences, like saying you were late because of traffic and admitting that you overslept. Pathological liars don't have a clear motive. They tell stories that don't benefit them and might actually hurt them when the truth comes out. Long-term problems, pathological lying happens for years. It may begin when a person is young and continue indefinitely in all areas of life. Their dishonesty might be things people remember most about them. Yeah. So uh, the, the third symptom was, uh, go back up. The third symptom was long-term problems. Oh, and, I didn't. I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, if you want to go down. And then, so the fourth one is no other mental illness. 
Now, this is where this gets really crazy, okay? So it says, no other mental illness. A pathological liar might have other mental conditions such as depression or anxiety, but that isn't the cause of their lying. A pathological liar is a, is a, is a condition itself, not a symptom of something else. That's what makes this crazy because that was kind of my, always my justification for like this person in specific. Because I know about his come up and the things that happened to him. So that, so my reason, my justification for him, for me being friends with him for years afterwards was it's not his fault because he's just a fucking tormented human. Right. You know what I'm saying? He can't help himself. But to be this like people pleaser, because that's what a lot of this is. You know what I'm saying? It's like people, like, at least in my experience was that it's like people like this. They just want people to like them and think they're cool, and mm-hmm. they want them to boost their ego and do things like this. So that's why they tell these crazy stories. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if that's 100% true, but that's just my experience with it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. The, the, the fact that it itself is the condition and not just a byproduct of something else is just bizarre to me. Right. So, yeah, that's wild. Because I can see how it could be like a side effect of like anxiety. Because you're always afraid that how, of how people will perceive you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or depression because of the fact that you're always down. You you want that hit of serotonin for people being like, oh my God, you did that? You know right. what I'm saying? You know that. But it's yeah. not. It's It it, it itself is the, the disease. You know, that's wild. Uh, and then so, uh, I was, after reading all this, I was like, well, okay, so what can people do to help themselves if they do have this, right? Mm-hmm. There's not much. This is like one of the things where they're, they're basically just kind of like, you're on your own, bro. You just got to stop lying. Right. <laughs> you know? You know? Like. <laughs> so, so this is what they have to say, right? Uh, so treating pathical, uh, pathological lying is complicated. No medication will fix this issue. The best option is psychotherapy. But even therapy can pose challenges because pathological liars are in control of their lying. They may start telling lies to the therapist instead of addressing problems directly. So this is what I was saying, you know, uh, like that it's not a byproduct of, uh, you know, depression or anxiety. So like I said, you can't take medication for it, you know, and then it's like, okay, you can send them to a therapist, but they're just going to lie to the therapist too. So then they're never going to get to the cause of their problems and they're never going to be able to work on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's this whole thing is wild because I don't know how many other diseases there are like, or mental illnesses out there like this. Right. You know, like it's, it seems to be that there's almost a solve for almost any issue. You know what I'm saying? But, and then they go on to say, uh, treatment will depend on the, uh, what the person needs and what they respond to during a therapy session. Finding a qualified, experienced therapist who can work with someone over long term is the key to managing the condition. If you or someone you know has symptoms of pathological lying, it's important to get help. A therapist can make a treatment plan to control the pathological lying with time and work. A pathological liar can minimize the effects that their behavior has on themselves and their loved ones. So, yeah, I mean, they're essentially just saying, like, just stop lying. That's the only only solve that they got. Right. You know, which is is wild. (laughs) (laughs) So we got all this information, like I said, at the beginning was Google, and then everything else was WebMD. Uh, and then it actually came from an article and instead of like a study, but is uh, the article is what to know about and then pathological liars. Okay. So, uh, at about the end of the show, 
we like to do a week of affirmations. It's something we declare out loud to ourselves, and we hold ourselves uh, reliable uh, here in the community. Okay, and we like to just declare something that we want to do to work on ourselves for the next week. You know, um, I haven't put too much thought into this. Do you have anything off the top of your head? I mean, yeah, I, I can do one. Uh, this week, I'm going to, you know, well, I've been doing it a lot recently, but I want to make sure to say it so I keep it going, you know, because I'll go through phases where I go outside a lot and then I stay inside a lot, Okay. you know. But uh, I want to keep going outside and playing basketball and soccer and volleyball with, like, the coworkers and stuff like that that we've been doing a lot just because... All the physical activity has helped me a lot with energy every day, wanting to get up and actually going to do things, you know. Like, the one main thing is basketball specifically. Getting out there and doing that cardio is a big thing for my weight loss, you know. Yeah. That was a big big way for me to lose weight while I was losing it, yeah. you know. It's just running around. And it's not even, like, necessarily playing game. It's just the running around part, the cardio. Right, right. You know, just running and putting in the hustle, grabbing the ball, running it up, you know, lay, running it up and lay, uh, lay up and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just... uh do just running a lot around and you know burning calories yeah you know making sure i'm sweating and stuff like that but yeah, yeah no just making sure i'm going outside a lot nice that's awesome oh, yeah. that's huge have or you, even swimming i would love to go swimming oh dude uh have you noticed like has it been helping you mentally at all do you have you been aware of that well yeah confidence wise yes yeah um just the fact you know just being outside you know like well a, well a lot physically is a a well uh, so with my weight loss thing, as I look, uh, every day I look at myself in the mirror okay. and I weigh myself, okay. you know, and a lot of people don't think that's healthy, you know, like don't weigh yourself every morning or whatever. But for me, that's my way of reminding myself, uh-huh. this is what I've done for myself. Yeah. Why would I want to go back on that? Yeah. You know, and for me, that's a way of helping my confidence, you know, yeah. like it, it makes me get out there more, make me want to go talk to people and stuff like that because I feel good. You know, I'm not like, I'm not as bad, uh, well. It's not bad being big, but it's within yourself. It is, gotcha. you know, to like overall, you know, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain because like in your own head, when you're big, you're almost embarrassed to be on in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just being like uh, overweight or even obese is just something hard to deal with mentally overall every day, yeah. you know, and a lot of people, they don't know how to deal with it. So they go to food. Yeah. You know, and that was one big problem that I had is just eating. You find that safe space and eating because it tastes good. You get that clarity for a minute. Yeah. You know, you don't got to focus on, uh, you don't got to focus on, oh, okay, you know, uh, I got to try to be impressive. I got to impress this. I can just enjoy my food. Right. You know, and that closure help or messes with a lot of people and they go back on that. Yeah. You know, so, but like overall, it helps a lot with my confidence every day, like going yeah. outside and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that. People on such opposite sides of the spectrum can feel the same way. I I go through the same exact thing um, with like taking my shirt off in public. Yeah, but I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm really underweight. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I get embarrassed to take off my shirt sometimes because like, especially like when I was going through the shit with my teeth and I wasn't able to eat mm-hmm. and I know I'm underweight and I know I don't look healthy. And it's not, I can't, I, I don't have insurance. I don't have the money to get my shit fixed. You right. know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah. So, I, I, I relate to that 100%, you know. And, yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's hard to deal with, you know, because it's like, how do you justify it to yourself? Right. You know? In your head, there is no excuse. Right. You know, because, like, everyone always says, you know, just go outside and do stuff. Right. You know, and, uh, or just go, go be healthy, go exercise, don't eat as bad. Right. You know, but the thing is, the, the, 
cheapest affordable food is all the worst food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bags of chips are a dollar. You know, right. if I want to get a fucking thing of apples for three or four apples or right. whatever, a bag it's four bucks. Right, or you can get fucking two pots for a dollar fifty, get a bottle of water, it's three dollars. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like for me overall like and that's we never like we always it was always just the cheap the most we could get for the cheapest. Right. So yeah. we never ate good stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that affects your health a lot. Preservatives yeah. and additives and GMOs and stuff like that. And your mental state. Right. And plus, uh, you know, the fact that uh, the, the old dollar menu on McDonald's, yeah. you know, the fact that we can go and get eight sandwiches for eight dollars, right. you know, that'll feed all the kids and mom, right. you know, and like for less than ten dollars. Right. You know, like yeah. it, that right there like, is a big part of why uh, well, overweight and like obesity is such a bad issue is all the bad food cheap. Yeah. You know, and and the, to me that's wrong. If it 100%. like if it's because you have to you have to make it. You have to put effort into doing it to add all this other shit. Yeah. There's more effort. It should cost more money. Yeah. You know, and now uh, farming back in the day was a lot harder than it is now. Right. I could see that back then, but right. now you guys have machines, and all someone has to do is put a machine and drive and go like this. Right. You know, for eight hours a day. Right. Like that. That, that yeah. to me, it's not saying that it's easy work, but it's like comparatively a lot e- right, a lot easier than it used to be. Right, you know, and overall, there should be a lot more. There should be a lot more. Uh, well, I I would say inflation, but that's not how that works. Right, you know, like inflation is usually when it goes up. Right, but I would say like inflation deflation. in the opposite way. Deflation. Yeah, there should be a lot more deflation on healthier food. Yeah, yeah, you I know. Agree. So, yeah. but uh, even especially with like uh with COVID and everything, you know. Uh, you're only allowed to have so many people in a factory at one time. You know, a right. lot of factories were shut down. That should make farms boom. Right. You know, you you're in a combine by yourself harvesting. Yeah. You know, like overall, like and ninety percent of Illinois is farm. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? It definitely made something boom. It was just independent businesses. But, well, <laughs> you know? it, well, and not even that. Independent businesses took a big old fucking hit. You know, like overall, well, the small businesses took a hit. Yes. Yeah, sorry. People sorry. who had employees, businesses. Did take a severe hit. Yeah, right, right. But like, I, I see what you meant by that. Yeah, I took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No. So, but uh, overall, like the only places that were allowed to be open were still Walmart, right? Aldi. You know, you got yeah. your Jewel Osco and you got your Meyer, and those are the only places that were allowed to be open. Bro, dude, this self checkout shit. How do you feel? About I don't that? like it. I don't fucking like it at all, man. Uh, I, I, I mean, like I, I'm a fan of self checkout, but like overall, there are some days when I just like. When I have three carts full of shit, I don't want to self-scan all of it. Yeah, bro. And but I'm sorry, but y'all get paid. They they pay cashiers to do it. Right. You know what I mean. So I yeah exactly. So I'm a firm believer in getting paid your worth. Okay. I can't help what you know these big corporations fucking pay or don't pay. Okay. Right. So, but I'm also a big believer in doing your fucking job. Right. So if you're getting paid to do a job, dude, do your fucking job. And this is why. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. Anyways, so when I when I go to something like I, I understand having some self checkout shit, I, I'm not against the idea of for quick s- ten yeah, items or less. You know exactly like ten items or less. That that's absolutely fine. But now they have the conveyor belts with the things that you can load and self like do a proper cashiering job. Right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not being paid. I, I'm, I'm spending money here. Well, it's not that it, my 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 thing is that I'm not being paid. I don't I don't look at it like I'm not being paid to do this. I look at it as you're being paid to do this. Like what? What you're gonna stand there and watch me do this for the next twenty five fucking minutes? 
but you're being paid to do this for me. Mm-hmm. That's my issue with it. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like, you know, they don't have gas attendant pumps guys anymore, right? Where you pull up and they pump the gas, right? Right. Well, in some states they do, but right, not here. Right. Not yeah. here. Right. But if I went to a gas station and I had that, even though I pump my own gas, that guy's going to pump my fucking gas for me because he's getting paid to pump my gas for me. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So that that's my whole thing. Right. right. Yeah, no, that that's a because dude, they stand right there, bro, and they, they watch you right. like a hawk. You fucking do it then. If you're worried about me stealing shit, do it, dude. Our Walmart out here has three regular aisles. That's it, and one of those aisles are the cigarette aisle, where you we have to go to buy all the tobacco products. Yeah, three aisles. That's it. That's and they just stand there and watch you, like dude. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, that could fuck with people. I mean, just think, like, the anxiety of it. You know what I mean? Like, just stand, like... And, dude, the fucking machines always fuck up all the time. You know? It's like, like, I scan, like, an apple, and I put it back in the bag, because, like, a lot of times we bring our own bag. Right. And then they're, like... And then the fucking light starts going off, and then it's showing you a video of you putting the fucking thing back in the thing. You know? And then the cat, they gotta come over, and then you're, like... Yeah, I scanned it. Yeah, and then they're they're asking you questions, like, if you're trying to steal the shit. And I'm, like, first off, it's fucking a 20-cent apple. (laughs) <laughs> you like calm down you know it, it's just like dude just fucking do it do it for me I, I, I'm not, I, I haven't gone through the learning course I haven't been trained to do this right I don't know code numbers right and it's just like and it's not saying that you have to know how to do that to do it but to do it efficiently you need to know how to do that right you know it's anybody can do anything but right. if you know what you're doing it makes it a lot easier yeah exactly you know so yeah that's my this is my been my TED talk <laughs> 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 uh, so my weekly affirmation I think uh, I just wanna I don't I don't even know I don't know what I really wanna work on right now because I feel like I have a really good balance I've been talking a lot about balance the last few weeks right and I feel like I've gotten to a place where I've been balancing now I just need to check my attitude and my responses and my lashings out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I guess that that's what it is like check my, I need to balance myself emotionally now you know right. so that's what I'll say balancing myself emotionally Okay. Yeah. That was okay. a good episode. I, it was. I enjoyed this. So have I. This was... Uh, I could tell just by the way it started, it was going to be a good one. Yeah. The way we started talking right away. This yeah. is a good episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I just want to say thank you guys all for viewing, watching, listening, subscribing. We fucking love you guys. We appreciate the hell out of you. You know, you guys make this shit possible. So, uh, yeah, follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want, social media-wise. We got Facebook pages. The, uh, everything, the everything cast. So go ahead and follow us there. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought about today's episode. Tips, advice, anything you want us to cover, anything that'll help us out. We, all of it. We want it all. Right. You know. And then other than that, you know, drive safe, work safe, be safe. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Peace, Peace out. I kind of like having more significant thoughts, but I gotta figure out. I gotta do it more. So I can this one right. Uh, just hit the red button. Okay, yeah, that's it.